This podcast is produced on the ancestral homeland of the Nooksack and Lummi people. They have been its stewards since time immemorial, respecting the land, river, and ocean with the understanding that everything is connected, related, and alive. We acknowledge the elders and their collective and individual plights and achievements. We consider the legacies of violence, displacement, migration, and settlement that bring us together today. And we pursue ongoing action to build lasting relationships and grow together so that all may prosper. WCLS in Whatcom County presents Library Stories, a podcast to open your eyes to all the ways your local public libraries matter. Join us as we reveal the power of sharing at the library. I'm your host, Neil McKay, Online Experience Coordinator for the Whatcom County Library System. And today... We're here once again with my boss, Mary Vermillion. How are you doing, Mary? I'm really great, Neil. It's been a fantastic summer with amazing music and books and events at the libraries. It's just been it's been really fun. So many events going on. And um, we just last week had one of the great um, jazz performances that our, our uh, Whatcom Grooves um, team has put together. Yeah, it was amazing. So um, thank you very much to the friends of the South Whatcom, Ferndale, and Blaine libraries who came together to create this new jazz series. So it started in July at uh, Glenhaven uh, with the South Whatcom Library. And then last Saturday, August 5th, we were at Ferndale Library. We think perhaps the first concert performance inside among the stacks there at Ferndale. And it was fantastic with the Jerry Steinhilber Trio. Longo played at Glenhaven. And then coming up here on Saturday, August 19th, will be the final concert in the series. And that's um, with the Jazz Explosion, which is a sextet led, led again by Jerry Steinhilber. And that'll be Saturday, August 19th at the Blaine Performing Arts Center. So thank you so much to the friends of the South Whatcom, Blaine and Ferndale Libraries, to everyone involved in putting together this fantastic jazz series, which really celebrated summer and jazz and libraries. It's been fantastic. And this is probably a good uh, time to kind of talk about who who are the friends of the library. And and when we say friends of the library, it's not just a bunch of people who like the library. It's an organ, it's an organized group, right? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we're all friends of the library, right? We all love libraries, but (laughs) so at each library branch, there is a group of dedicated volunteers who form a nonprofit organization called the friends of the library. So each of our branches has a friends group and they all, one thing they share in common is, of course, that they love libraries and their goal is to get people to use their library, to be aware of the wonderful services at their branch library. And the friends also advocate for library services, um, uh, you know, with local officials or during times when we may have a levy lid lift or other needs like that. So they're just always reminding people of the importance of libraries and advocating for library use and services. Each branch has different needs, so friends groups do a bit of different things. Uh, some At some libraries, they have bookstores where they're selling at incredibly good prices. 
uh, withdrawn books and donated books and materials and all of the funds that they raise go in to support their local branch. And they may do other things like holiday teas, concert series. The Friends of the Deming Library have been doing an amazing summer concert series in the backyard of the Deming Library. They host art exhibitions, a whole range of things just, again, based on the needs of the local branch and the needs of the library system. And so, as I mentioned before, these three friends groups um, last year actually identified this opportunity to continue a tradition that had started years ago at Sudden Valley, where Casey Sulkin started a jazz series um, in support of the South Whatcom Library. They wanted to bring that back and they wanted to make it bigger. So they asked for other friends groups to join them. And we started this year with Ferndale Blaine and South Whatcom. And it's just an example of the types of activities that friends groups do together um, and the type of, of impact that they can have on, um, on our local libraries and on the people who love books and reading and the reading community. The series of jazz concerts, I didn't get to see the first one in South Whatcom, but I did go to the, um, the Ferndale uh, concert with the Jerry Steinhilber Trio, yeah. And that was an amazing event. Yeah. What did you like about it, Neil? Like, I mean, I was there. I loved it, too. What what struck you the most? Well, I mean, number one, it was it was in an unusual place. It was actually in the in the middle of the library. Yeah. Um, among the shelves of books and uh just so it was this beautiful, and if you've never been to the Ferndale Library, which I know you have, you know it's yeah. a, a beautiful library with huge windows that outlook that look out on a, a you know beautiful wetland, yeah, wetlands, mm-hmm. and yeah. and um, so it was a wonderful place to to go. The music, the acoustics there in the middle of the library. I don't think they've ever been tested there. Yeah. It's beautiful. It's wonderful. Mm-hmm. Big mm-hmm. tall ceilings that, that just made the sound even more full. So the, the sound quality was great. And of course the band was top notch um, and just wonderful, energetic music going on there. And plus I, I, you know, got to see some people I hadn't seen in a long time oh, um, who came down for the concert. So 80 people, at least 80 people yep. showed up yep. at the concert. Um, yeah, I loved the atmosphere for sure. That setting is just so beautiful. And people were so in- attentive and smiling and engaging with the musicians and also getting up and like grabbing books and sitting back down and kind of flipping through and listening. I mean, it was like we were all in the living room together. You know, yeah, It really was. Um, listening to this home concert. It was it was incredible. And you didn't get to you mentioned you didn't get to go to Glenhaven, but you know, that setting too was beautiful for a summer day. Now it was really hot (laughs) that day. And so everyone kind of stuck to the trees. And so there was this big open grassy area in front of Bailongo, um, who plays this incredible, you know, like Latin jazz. It just really makes you want to dance. But there were, I think, three brave souls who went out into the sunshine and danced and the rest of us kind of nodded and clapped along from the shade Mm. of the trees. But it was, again, a beautiful setting. Now, of course, the bookmobile stops at Glenhaven. So it was a great way for us to further connect with that community. And the South Whatcom Library, of course, also serves the Glenhaven and Sudden Valley communities. So that was a really fun. I love how this jazz series has kind of just organically happened north to south in Whatcom County. So we started south 
at Glenhaven. We moved up I-5 to Ferndale on August 5th, and now we're moving up at the concluding concert in Blaine on August 19th, and that concert will be at the Blaine Performing Arts Center because we just don't have the space um, at the Blaine Library. But each of these events has also had a junior groove, so a kids program that is associated with it. So in Blaine, on August 18th, there will be the kids jazz program on the Friday before, and that is at the Blaine Library. And right now, unless the weather changes, we're thinking about doing it around back outside. Each child gets a tambourine that the friends have provided, and there are three percussionists that lead them through different rhythms. And I attended this at Ferndale, and the minute the music starts, all the kids are up and grooving and shaking and shimmying, and so are all the adults too. Like we're we're yeah, all moving yeah. in time with the beat. So you can't it's, help it's it. Just, yeah, you really can't, and you shouldn't. You can't, and you shouldn't. No. And so it's uh, it, it it was really fantastic. So I really do hope people have enjoyed these concerts uh, and are putting August nineteenth and the eighteenth for the young folks. Um, on their calendars because it's really been a special thing. It's fun. It's free, which yeah. is amazing. Thanks to grants from the Whatcom County Library Foundation and the Whatcom Community Foundation's Project Neighborly. All of these concerts are free because, of course, it's at the library, so it should be free. And I guess yeah. the last thing you know that I kind of want to say as we as we get into, I know you have this amazing interview with Jerry Steinhilber. That's what we want folks to hear, but. As you're listening to Neil's conversation with Jerry and you're thinking about all the wonderful things that the the friends do for libraries, including creating the Summer of Jazz, think about joining your local friends group. They really could use your help. Um, You know, folks come in and come out and they bring different talents and there's lots of different, very specific things you can do to help your friends group. So I encourage you to, to go to your local branch and ask, hey, how do I get involved with the friends? Or um, just go to our website and on the top menu there, look for get involved and, and click that drag down menu and you'll see a way to connect with friends of the library there too. So please consider joining your friends of the library group. They would love to have you. We would love to have you. And you can really um, make some fun new connections and show in a new and and deep and important way your love for local libraries. Yeah, that's right. That's a beautiful way of putting it. You know, show show your love for the libraries. There's a lot of ways to do that, but but joining the friends of the library is definitely um, something that would be appreciated by by your library. Yep, and by the friends who are currently volunteering. They they I mean, to be honest, they need help. Each group needs help. So so please come out. If you've been looking for a volunteer opportunity, and you're listening to this podcast, so I know you love libraries. If you've been looking <laughs> for a volunteer opportunity, this is the one for you. You're truly needed, and we would love to hear from you. All right. You heard it from Mary. Yes. I always do what Mary tells me to do, so <laughs> she's my boss. There you go. Okay. So with, with that said, let's move on to this um, interview. So at the Ferndale uh concert it was it was uh it was jerry steinhilber and his trio Mm -hmm. and at the end of the concert i managed to uh snag him for this short interview i actually uh had to help him tear down his his equipment and and bring it to his that seems like a fair trade it seemed like yeah (laughs) and it and it it made for a nice relaxed conversation so i enjoyed it and i hope that you all will enjoy it too 
Yeah. Well, thanks, Neil. And thanks, Jerry and, and um, all the friends for this incredible concert series. Yeah. All right. Well, let's let's play a little bit of jazz to get you warmed up and then we'll jump right into uh, Jerry and me chatting. Sounds great. Steinhilber. That's right. So Jerry and his trio just finished a concert in the Ferndale Library. Jerry, how was that? It felt really good to us. Um, I wasn't sure about how the acoustics were going to be, but it turned out to be wonderful. And uh, we had a great time. The band played really well. The audience was along with us the whole time and uh, really can't ask for more than that. Yeah, there was something like 80 or more people wow. in the audience. Great. And it sounded great in the back of the room. I can vouch for that. I'm glad you, you're telling me that. Yeah, I, you got to kind of play the room. And the energy was in the room was so, was so strong and so vibrant that it made us play better and better. different and, you know, communicate to the audience. And well, I wanted, we, to, I wanted to talk to you a little bit about, um, about, your, about the jazz that you play. So you... You improvise, so and you had said in the in the performance that um, that if you're doing your job, this is what I heard you say. If you're doing your job, then uh, the the music that we're hearing it's the first time you're hearing it too. That's right. And, and yeah. What does that What does that mean? Well, um, so we have certain guideposts in musical language. It would be uh, certain ensemble moments where we all play together on certain things, certain rhythms or certain harmonic things. And then what happens in between those guideposts or those anchors as we're playing is completely improvised as you're watching it happen. It's, uh, it would be the equivalent of watching someone make a cake and... Uh, Hopefully that when we get done, the cake tastes good. But you don't really know until you've done it. Well, the thing is, is I've been doing it so long that I'm pretty good at not painting myself in a corner creatively. Ah. That's a, that's a, it's a part of being a, a jazz musician as far as I'm concerned is being able to improvise. And, you know, I use improvisation every day, all day long. I, I teach about 40 students a week at uh, Bellingham School of Music oh. in, uh, in uh, Bellingham. And I use my improvisation skills all day long while I'm teaching because, and I think it's really important that, that, that teachers have that skill because everybody learns differently. And so I'm able to shift gears really quick um, if I can see that what I'm saying to a student is not being understood. Ah, yeah. When we're playing, 
um, I know what I'm going to try and do, but if I play a certain phrase, it's more question and answer is the best way to, to explain it, especially to people who don't really understand it. Because if you hear, you're going to want to go. Right. 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 So it's, 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 and it can be question and answer long form. Like your question can be 45 seconds long mm. and your answer could be five seconds. And, 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 those, and we haven't even talked about dynamics, louds and softs. Sure. You know, playing really bold, there's a reason for that. And, and when you do it, you're playing bold because you want this things to sound bold. And when then you bring it down to just a whisper, like if I'm playing brushes or something, um, I think it makes the audience lean in. Mm, yes. Yeah, I can see that. And I see... You know, as you're explaining this, I see some parallels with with this podcast, with the way that I, I interview that someone. <laughs> and, 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 you know, you can tell looking at my my well-prepared notes that are about. Yeah, well, you don't want too many. 20 words. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Because because it's a it's a well, it's literally a question and answer. And then I try to play off of your answer. And if we go down a different direction than I was planning, which we are right, right now, right. <laughs> then it makes for better radio, better, better podcast. I don't stress right? about too much stuff. I, I have a, a date book and I keep it pretty, I keep a pretty good eye on my date book and, and the things that I have to do that I know I have to do, but I just feel like being able to improvise as much as I'm able to do, even when I'm not playing the drums is a blessing. Yeah, it's kind of a, a, a lifestyle, right? Yeah, yeah. It, it really cuts back on the stress because there's a lot of things tonight that I tried that no one knows um, that um, that I tried that maybe didn't work, but no one knows that except me. Right. I may I made them work. That's or a maybe th- maybe your your uh, trio who recognize that you did something differently than you were. Well, doing. differently is a better word. Yeah, because. Miles Davis was all about there's no wrong notes. Yeah. And, and if you really approach it that way, um, everything becomes super organic. Like the vibe in there tonight was so, uh, it was cordial and warm and people were smiling. And, yeah. you know, when you're up there kind of bearing your soul and you see people actually enticing you to move in that direction, then it, uh, you don't know what's going to come. Yeah. We had a really good night. This crowd wanted to enjoy your music. Yeah, it was great. They were, they were ready and receptive. Yeah. So you're going to be playing again on, um, well, you're going to do another, uh, kids, a junior groove, um, which you had done yesterday Mm -hmm. here in Ferndale, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, and you're going to be doing that again in Blaine on August 18th. And then on August Saturday, August 19th, you'll be at the Blaine Performing Arts Center. Have you played there before? I haven't. I can't wait. It's, yeah, it's, it's, I mean, it's designed for music where this library wasn't designed for music. I think like you said in the, in your introduction that this is the first. That's what they told me. Yeah, so, and as far as I know. They said first music. First music at all. So that's an honor for me. Yeah. As because, far as I'm concerned, it's in the rafters and it's going to stay there. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> definitely. So, so, but just to clarify, because um, 
because our, our audience is, is not seeing us, um, the performance was among the books, among the, the yes, bookshelves. In the, the stacks, stacks yeah, as we say. Um, that's right. Where we, had, we do have a, a large um, uh, meeting room, uh -huh. conference room, I guess. But that's, that's a different sound in there. And this it turned out to be an amazing, beautiful, full sound. Well, I tell you, a big part of that is is the players in the band. Mm. Um, Josh Cook has a giant sound on his tenor, on his saxophone, um, and when you when you hook up with someone like that, who's I mean, he has a master's degree in in jazz performance from NYU. He's a he's a diamond in the rough. You know, it was just happenstance that I met him five years ago. Um, it's a funny story. Um, I called him up when I first moved to town to Bellingham, and I said, uh, listen, man, people have been telling me I should call you so we can get together and, uh, and play. And he's like, yeah, man, I'd love to do that. Sure. I mean, and, I, and so we did, and I went over to his house, and, and I knocked on the door, and when he opened the door, he had my CD, and he's wanting me to sign it. <laughs> and I said, oh, you're the guy that bought it. You know? <laughs> yeah. Anyway, it, we became a really close friendship with Josh, and I don't know if I could do it with too many other tenor players with just the trio, because it's a chordless trio. There's no piano, there's no guitar. Right. So you have to have strong players. King Dahl on bass, King and I have been playing since we were 18 together. We've had some years, five years, eight years, stretches where we weren't playing together, but we were always playing. And uh, he's the biggest reason that I moved to Bellingham, because I, 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 I was in Nashville, and I'd been in Nashville for almost 15 years, and uh, came to Bellingham and, and really didn't expect to do much more than teach. I, I had already talked to Nick Taylor at Bellingham School of Music, and I knew I had a teaching job, and all of a sudden, here I am playing again. Nice. Playing all the time. Yeah. It's a blessing. Beautiful. So the teaching, the, the, the junior groups, tell, mm. me, tell me about <laughs> what, what happens there. It's so much fun. Um, so John Butorik and Steve Jones are great percussionists. And so I show up with my drum set. Um, John and Steve bring a set of congas. They bring bongos. They bring all of the Latin instruments, um, the gyro. Uh, they bring a cowbell. They bring uh, shake array. Uh, and well, basically what happens is, is we, we play four different grooves. We play a, we, yesterday I think we played a cha-cha, and we played something in 6-8, more of an African groove, and then we played a samba, and then we played uh, a mambo. And, and it's, it's the craziest thing with that music. If you've heard that music, and I'm sure you have, mm -hmm. it's almost impossible to sit still. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So as soon as we start, there's these, you know, I mean, there were, were there infants? I would say like between three and seven-year-olds. As soon as we started, they, they started dancing, yeah, yeah. and they didn't know why. You know, it was infectious, and it, and it, it gets, and, and then they've got no baggage like we do. So, right, no you know, inhibitions. Yeah, they're a, they're a blank page. Yeah. Um, but then we had moms out there mom-boying. It was awesome. Yeah, wow. I think we had like 15 or 16 kids. Same thing at uh, South Whatcom when we did it at, uh, out in Sun Valley. And I hope that a lot of people in Blaine bring their kids out for the, uh, 
for the junior groups because it's it's the joy that we get out of this, John and, and Steve and I, I can't compare it to anything. Yeah, that's great. That sounds fun. And that's the that's Friday the 18th. Mm-hmm. Okay, so everyone at needs the, to get out to... Yeah, Blaine Library. That's at the library. That's right. So the concert is at the Blaine Performing Arts Center, which is at the high, at the school district, I it, believe. It's supposed it to be is. gorgeous. That's what I hear. Okay. Well, I oh. talked to the stage manager, and it's just like talking to any big room or big uh, performance center that I've ever played. I mean, he's talking the talk, so I'm guessing it's going to be great. Yeah, and it's I'm, and it's certainly a different show than this, right? Yeah, that'll be that'll be my the six piece band that I have. So that'll be piano, percussion, bass, two tenor saxophones, and drums. So there's six of us. And uh, the program that we've put together with that band, um, I think the people are going to love. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. And so what I want to what I want to ask, I, I know you're short for time, so I'm, I'm going to make it. Okay. Well, maybe we'll stretch out later. Okay. But, but I do want to get this in here. Um, usually on my podcast, I'm interviewing an author or a library person, and I tend to ask them uh, what what book recommendations they have or what books hmm. you know they have. But I would stretch it for you okay. to say, you know, as a as a jazz aficionado, who should I be listening to? Wow. And I know jazz is a broad thing, and I feel like you tell me if this is true. Do you follow along like bebop lines? It comes from that, but it's uh, if you're doing it right, as far as I'm concerned. You're using everything that's come before you, and you've spent hours listening. I mean, I've spent hours and hours and hours and hours, and I enjoyed every minute of it, just listening to the masters. The quote that we use with our trio is, not seeking to be like the masters, but seeking what the masters sought. Oh, wow. So that kind of takes takes us off, you know, it, it, it... you know, it, it it pretty much gives us, I feel like it gives you a little more free reign to be yourself because you're not trying to be John Coltrane. You're not trying to be Miles Davis. You're just using some of the vehicles that they used and seeing what you do on it. Does that make sense? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's like you, it's, I, what I'm hearing is kind of like, I, I'm not a painter at all. But I'm really interested in art, and I like to read about Van Gogh and what he did and why he did it and how he did it. And it's like, it's the, it's the why and the how, I think, that you can, put, you can use. Because you'll never, I'll never paint like Van Gogh. You know, you won't ever be Miles Davis, mm-hmm. although I don't know how he sounded on drums. <laughs> <laughs> He was probably really good. Probably I they all played drums. Yeah, but but you can do you can do the same. You can you can find the same path. Yeah, there's another quote that's the same kind of quote. It's like um, walking in the footsteps of the masters. Yeah. So you're kind of like at least it's what i said when we started tonight it's summoning the spirits basically when you're up there yeah. and this music is so is ingrained in me so it's so deep inside me 
that these 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 pieces, this music that we play, is just so important to me that when it starts, if you notice, my eyes are closed pretty much the whole time when I'm playing because I am just grooving with these songs that I've been listening to my whole life, but I'm playing them. Yeah. You know, I'm not trying to be Elvin Jones. You know, I'm not trying to be Jimmy Cobb. I'm just trying to see what I can do on it, you know, and it it makes things a lot, it, it just makes, I just, for me, that's the way I want to do things. And, and, and you can do the same thing with Van Gogh. Just... I know so much history about Miles Davis and Coltrane right. and Thelonious Monk and how they lived and their experiences. And all. I've read as many books as I can about all those guys. Um, I think that finding out as much as you can about your heroes or about people who are doing something that you aspire to do, I don't think there's any other way to go at it. And it makes me, it makes me wonder, you know, who is Miles Davis studying? You know, right. Charlie Parker. <laughs> yeah, and who is Charlie Parker studying? That's the way it always works. It's, yeah, it's the whole so you, the way the thing works. Standing yeah. on the shoulders of giants. That's right? exactly right. Yeah, that's yeah. exactly right. Well, that's 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 awesome. But that doesn't answer the question that I asked, which okay. is who who would you recommend a jazz? Fan I think the best to? way to start would be to get uh, the best-selling jazz record. Uh, bar none in the world called Kind of Blue. It's a Miles Davis record called Kind of Blue. Um, Jimmy Cobb on drums, Paul Chambers on bass. No, Ron, yeah, Paul Chambers on bass. Uh, John Coltrane on tenor, Cannonball Adderley on alto, Miles on trumpet, and Bill Evans on piano. So it's all these giants. And Miles as any smart band leader will do, got the best players in the world to be in his band. So that right there is the best place to start. Go out and get Kind of Blue by Miles Davis, and uh, you'll be hooked. Well, interesting um, enough, and you may not be aware of this, but one of the things that the library offers is a uh, streaming and downloadable audio service Music? called Freegal. Really? And it allows you to to stream. It's Spotify-ish. Um, With ads? No. Oh, no there's ads. No ads. There's, there's, there's playlists. I'm going to actually look it up because I'm, I'm interested to see if Kind of Blue is there. Okay. And it allows you to download really uh, like five songs, five pieces um, a week. Um, and then it's gone and you can do more? All right. Oh, you can keep them. Yes. Oh, wow. Um, so I'm I'm showing you right now. So so it's an app, but okay. it's also on the web. Um, okay. And I have to type my library card in, which is there. But so this is what it looks like, oh. and you can do a search and say, let's just say Miles Davis, because I'm pretty sure that'll pop up first. That so. So it's like there's artists, Miles Davis, of course, and then other other stuff where he's collaborating with someone. But then also, you know, the songs that you can see and then the albums. Okay, and go so, over a little bit. Oh, there it is. Miles Davis. That's the one. Okay, so it's available on, on Freegal for free through the library. Please you can, check it out. You can download 
each individual song? Please check it out. It's the best way to start. Okay. That's a that's a great recommendation there. Awesome. Is there anything else that I that you would want to say to the library public? Just that um, books like music are very important and if you can find the kind of book that really takes you on a journey just like the kind of songs or songs that take you on a journey I think it's good for your well-being and I think it keeps people it gives people joy yeah yeah that. okay thank you so much really fun it was a great interview my pleasure Well, that's our show. I want to thank Jerry Steinhilber for the music and the conversation. If you're attending this before August 18th and 19th, you still have time to attend the last Whatcom Grooves and Junior Grooves events. The Junior Grooves event for kids K through fifth grade will be in the Blaine Library on Friday, August 18th at 4 p.m. And the final concert of the Friends of the Library Summer Jazz Series will be Saturday, August 19th at 7 p.m. at the Blaine Performing Arts Center. That's on the Blaine School District campus at 975 H Street. It's a free concert featuring Jerry and his six-piece jazz explosion. It's going to be an amazing show. And did I mention it's free? The Whatcom Grooves Summer Jazz Series is generously supported by grants from the Whatcom Community Foundation and the Whatcom County Library Foundation. Financial donations to support local libraries are gratefully accepted at the concerts. Finally, thanks once again to my boss, Mary Vermillion, who does such an amazing job juggling all the things and all the events and all the puzzle pieces. If you go out and make some things happen, you will fill the world with hope. Let me know what you think of this episode. Send me an email at neil.mckay at wcls.org or stop by and say hi. If you know me, you know where to find me. Until next time, this is Neil McKay for the Whatcom County Library System.